0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sales with Said. So after about a three-year hiatus, I'm back into the podcasting world. And one can only hope a little bit better and smarter about the whole thing. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know what, I, I recently started getting back into the mojo of writing all these blog posts. And I was wondering, like, you know, if I could add an audio component to all of this, which would just basically be, you know, there is an article I will write about something or a bar, blog post and I will just narrate it, not word to word, but give my own actual thoughts into the whole thing. So that, that would be super helpful. Um, you know, that's that's kind of like critical for me to be able to kind of like just see that, um, you know, people who can't read through the blog post, you can just go ahead and listen to this podcast thing. That will be beneficial for everyone. So, yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of underlying um, theme here in terms of what I want to be able to go ahead and do now. With that in mind, the topic that I want to go ahead and talk about today is job postings. You know, recently I've been hiring a lot of salespeople um, to build up, you know, to scale our sales team. It's been a nightmare. I mean, just looking at different kind of like job posts out there and talking to a lot of different candidates and people are just tired, man. I mean, like talk to specifically anybody in sales or customer success they will tell you that looking for a job is not an easy thing. I mean, you know, like it's 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 never fun to look for a job. You know, you have a lot to worry about, um, and having to go through these different job posts that you know don't show any value in the job posts. They're pretty generic, or they don't put salaries in there. It's just a nightmare. You know, it's just a nightmare for people that are looking uh, that are looking for for a new job. Um, and frankly, I've done my fair share of hiring. I've been very lucky in that way, um, primarily because, you know, I get to create a template for all the job postings for my team. And needless to say, I mean, when I look at our job posts as opposed to what market has to offer, I mean, like, oh God, there's a huge difference, right? I mean, they're just filled with jargon, unrealistic expectations littered with bullshit, filler words that make no sense in real life, but sound great on paper. It's just, you know, I'm tired of it. So that's what the rant of today is all about. I do think a lot of things can be done differently. I want to break this down. and I, want to, I want to go through everything. Um, I think the first thing which is critical in any job post is outlining what exactly is expected of the candidate. You know, your ideal candidate, so to speak, um, you know, HR team or the manager, whoever's hiring should really go ahead and outline it for everyone, right? Like, just don't write filler words. Don't write jargon. Don't write things that people don't understand. Just try honesty. People are just sick and tired of all that nonsense. They want honesty. Start with a little, little background of the company. You know dive straight into the requirements and then expectations you don't have to add emojis you don't have to make it fun or you know cool looking or add gifts or anything like that it's really just boils down to being honest about it and comprehensive so i truly think that there should be a template you should follow but generally the idea is to try to write out as much as you possibly can in terms of what the job actually entails who you're looking for um and give a little bit of a background of the company, and I believe background is pretty important because that way the person knows a little bit about the company. Whoever they um, there. whoever the person is applying, right? Or wherever they're applying to. You can, you can, of course, expect candidates to do some research on their own. But imagine now you're applying for a job and you're applying, for, you know, 20 different places every single day. It can become a daunting task to have to apply for multiple different roles and read up on all these different companies. So adding a little bit of background helps candidates get a better understanding of the company. I'm by no means saying that candidates shouldn't do their research. You certainly should. But if you can make the candidate's life a little bit easier, why not go ahead and do that? right? I mean, that's kind of like critical and why, why the HR teams or essentially the job posts are there for. So avoid fluff where you can. Candidates will almost always go ahead and appreciate that. Be direct, offer valuable information, and that will paint an accurate picture of who you are as a company. Um, I do want to talk about something that is close to my heart and I've heard people complain about it quite often. I have seen it in the past and it's something that really triggers me is not putting the salary in the job description, no salary says to everyone that you're not paying much or you're hiding something. It's just not a good look at all for you as a company. You're always going to want to make sure you go ahead and put that. Why people are working for you is because of the money. Look, I mean, we all would love to be rich, but you know, everybody, everybody needs a paycheck. Everybody who's working needs a job. And that's one of the critical reasons for why they're working is the money. So why don't you go ahead and go ahead and put that in. It'll make things a lot more simpler. So the one thing if you could do, if you do nothing else and then make no change whatsoever, the one thing I will implore every company do or every HR team do out there, just add the money in the salary description. Add the money so people know. It will make your life so much easier. You won't have to sift through hundreds of CVs because people who you know, the thing that's not a good fit for them will auto automatically disqualify themselves from the process. So you have nothing to worry about. Only people you're going to be looking at are people that are actually interested in your offer and are okay with the money that you're offering. So that's kind of like, I think, is, is, is pretty important. We talked about the requirements part, right? You're going to want to go ahead and do that. Write as much detail as you possibly can, describing the ideal candidate. Um, you know, I legitimately think that every manager should spend some time... Uh, compiling all of the data or information, kind of like what exactly is it that are the requirements for this particular candidate or this particular role. Be straightforward to the point. Nobody is, you know, the time of the day to go through a job posting that is five pages long. If you as a company cannot be coherent about the, what requirements you're, you know, are for the role you're hiring for, how do you expect the candidates to be any different? Expect good talent, but in return, make it abundantly clear to the talent that qualities, you know, are you know the, re- the end requirements you're hiring for. So they go ahead and make sure before they're applying that this indeed is a good fit for them. So I think that's that's pretty critical. If, if you go ahead and do that, I do think that you're going to be in the top you know, 10 percent of the companies out there that are putting out job posts. So that that for me is pretty important. Um. Steps throughout the interview process, I don't see a lot of those happening. I think that's pretty important whenever you're creating a job post to go ahead and add the steps, right? So most companies skip this, don't, don't do that. Um, write down exactly what the hiring process looks like. If there's a is a technical interview, what will that consist of? How many calls, interviews should a candidate need to go through? How will the calls take place? When can the next, you know, candidate expect a job offer? Or if they go through all these stages, how long... On average, does the whole process take? So on and so forth. It's important to have this information listed out because you know there might be candidates out there that need a job sooner rather than later and yet cannot wait to go through a process of 60 days. If this is how long the hiring process takes, let them know, please. Before, don't give people false hope. It's not good for either parties. So I think it's pretty critical to go ahead and do that. I don't see most of the companies doing it, but just simply laying it out. I mean, you don't have to go in too much detail, but just laying it out, That's that's pretty... Important. Um and yeah, that's that's what I would say when it comes to kind of like outlining those steps. That's pretty important part right there. Um I wanna I want to kind of like quickly go through some of the things that I believe are pretty popular. Um popular in the sense that I believe are pretty important that you know a lot of companies don't do them. I don't I will go through some of them I will go through you know in detail with the others I will not because I think they will resonate with everybody out there. I talked about the money, I talked about the structure, i talked about the requirements. You know, one of the things I dislike seeing, and this is again coming from my experience, having spoken to thousands of different sales writers over the you know the course of my decade of managing people, um, they hate it with these personality and cognitive tests. You know, this automated AI video interviews, nobody likes them. You're not going to, you know, to get to know anybody by doing it. And people suspect that they're being discriminatory looking for arbitrary reasons to disqualify people without having to speak to them, just don't do that. If you can avoid them altogether, just don't do it. I have yet to actually be involved in an interview process where somebody's personality test was really helpful. I mean, sure, I could I could be wrong, but I just generally don't see any point of it. And you know, all these people that are asking you to record these videos, chances are they're not going to go ahead and review them. Like if you have 100 videos to go through and you have 600 different CVs to actually you know, plow through going to have time to go through each and every single inter- interview or the video that people people sent out. It's just not possible. Stop making people jump through goddamn hoops. Please don't do that. Um, if you ideally are asking people to submit a resume, don't make them type the same information in a form all over again. I kind of feel like that this just boils down to making it easy for people. Look, talent is everywhere and talent is sick and tired of being mistreated with all these automated emails and all that garbage that is thrown out to them if you want to win the race for talent the best way to do that in making their life easier you shouldn't have to ask for cover letters if they write you an email that's perfect that shows initiative that is perfect always welcome that but make it easy for talent or candidates to go ahead and apply to your job post, right? Don't make them create an account. Again, go through security. Why would you want all those you know, credentials in this day and age, for Christ's sake? If you can LinkedIn Easy Apply, go ahead and set that up. Make it easier for candidates to apply to your job post. Don't make them jump through hoops. Um, I think that is that is pretty important. You know, I was talking to a candidate recently and they, a topic of um, references popped up. And I do believe references are important, uh, you know, like, but don't ask for references until that person is in the running, you know, no need for them to sell out, you know, their references, personal information on every uh, application. That is just not necessary. Um, Just don't go ahead and do that. Once you know that this is a perfect, this is a person that could be a potentially good fit, you know, of course, then you can ask for referrals. And I'm pretty sure every legitimate candidate would go ahead and do that to you. Um, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty important. You know, one thing I don't understand, I see some of these job posts, I always do APA research whenever I'm hiring people. And one of the things I see is they ask about ethnicity. Um, and I do like, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just, I don't understand that why that is necessary. You know, are they trying to fill a quota or, you know, like while like white is like one large category, but Italians and Poles are separated. Why is everyone non-white separated and counted? Like I'm kind of sick of that nonsense. Um, I don't want people to be disqualified or hired because of ethnicity. Or, you know, I want them to be hired whether or not they're qualified. Nobody wants to be a token hire, so to speak, right? Um, you shouldn't shouldn't need to know people's race at an application stage. Um, in here like just please like this these are things that are not necessary stop targeting diverse candidates and just be open to all applicants you will get diverse applicants regardless Um, it's not it's it's the whole culture fit is why you have no diversity Um, try to make it as open as possible for everybody to go ahead and get in instead of having them go through all these kind of like garbage questions and hoops right Um, if there is One thing um, I would say, and and, and I want to put it out there, and this is one of the reasons why I believe like job posts are so broken, is that don't farm out your local recruiting to overseas recruiters, right? The language barrier is excruciating and, you know, half of the time they're pretty aggressive and you end up telling them to stop calling or email you. Like, don't, 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 don't do that, right? And some of the time they use this kind of like '90s theme restaurant type questions and about your know, favorite color or asking you to like knock your socks off or whatever. Like we're grown ups for crying out loud, you know. Applying for jobs at companies, not teenager applies to be busboys at TGI Fridays, right? Like we can do a better job altogether. Um, I think that's that's pretty important. You can, you know. I've never, I never really used to look at resumes or CVs to begin with. I kind of felt like that anybody who wants, you know, wants to apply, I would have a chat with them because you may never know where the gem gem comes out of, like kind of like my sales mentality. You may never know where the leads comes out of. So I would hire, I would talk to, excuse me, everyone. And (laughs) I realized pretty soon that that's a pretty tarring endeavor. So I do read CVs now, or at least I'll look at them before I go ahead and chat with people or try to figure out maybe this, whether or not this person would be a good fit. So I do believe that every recruiter hiring manager is different. Someone like a one-page resume, someone full resume, someone cover letters, some hate cover letters. We have no idea, you know, the candidates have no idea which one you are. Um, Just tell them, tell the candidates what kind of, you know, CV you want. This way the candidate doesn't have to end up guessing and lose, you know, know, the qualification because of the fact that, well, they guessed wrong and now, you know, you're going to disqualify them. There is no, there's no point doing that just because the resume is not formatted correctly. You know, I've already said it before. Cover letters are a joke. Um, somebody's applying to a company; they want to be here. They have to beg. Like, come on! There is, there is, there is no possibility in which you can, you know, have them pledge your undying loyalty before they even have the time to get to know each. You know, you or or you have a time to get to know them. You know, it's, it's like they don't know. All they believe is what you're saying is you're online, right? They don't know the company culture. Um, basically what they know is that they're there because you're paying money for a thing that they happen to do well. You know, that's the relationship. They're not looking for family. They're not looking for social life. They already most probably have that. Um, they're looking for a fair exchange of talent for money. Um, you know, if they get along with you, if they like working there, great, that's awesome. You got a ping pong table, boom, let's go for that. But you cannot know that ahead of time. So stop expecting everyone to tell you how much they love you during the interview. That's just not possible, right? People, most of the people don't even give a damn about the team building exercise. Nobody's looking to spend more time at work, especially unpaid time, you know. Um, you don't need to love, people don't need to love their coworkers, you know, uh, to do a great job. They just need to be able to go ahead and depend on them to be able to do theirs. You know, if, if you have a tradition of going out for drinks, sometimes that's cool, but stop demanding that everyone be family. It's just creepy. Please go. don't go ahead and do that, All right? Um, so yeah, that's kind of like, generally what I wanted to go ahead and say to that, I do, I do, I do want to add one thing because I sometimes think, uh, and I've seen this before and it has worked in the past, kind of like a skills test. People don't mind a skills test, you know, 50 plus questions just applies out of line. But if somebody's in the, in the interview process, you know, a candidate, I'm pretty sure if they're rational, they will be willing to jump through certain hoops, um, when they are actually in the interview process. But before you actually get started, no, they're, they're not going to do that. So for highly technical or certified positions, I get it. Um, you know, have a have a skills test. That's not a problem at all. But stop trying to assess people's personality through these deeply flawed tests. They don't, they just don't, they don't work, all right? Um, one last thing I would like to say is that if, if you do have the option to hire people remote and people want to work, that do give them that option. Why not? I mean, people, if they want to work, let's go ahead and give them that option. Um, but that's not... That's not something that is a must-have. That's really a company policy. But if you have that policy, please list it out on that job post. And it's going to make people's lives that much easier. There is never a perfect solution for everything or anything that we do in life. But what we can do is make things and processes simple for everyone around us. We do that and we open ourselves to a world of different opportunities and talent. Uh, And most importantly, people will thank you for it. So be the chain you want to see in the world, folks. And I hope this was you know, a little bit of my rant mixed with a little bit of information that I think could be very useful for a lot of different companies out there when they're hiring, building out their processes, or, you know, when they're, when they're looking to bring on talent on board. And it's not just restricted to sales or success or anything like that. I think it's just rules apply generally. So I wish you all the best. Thank you. Audio